how much do you want to raise your prices to? And what's the first number that dropped in? You got to number it, flash through your mind. It was an instant this amount before you overthought it, before you analyzed it, before you said, is that reasonable? Is that possible? There was a number. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I'm Amira Alvarez, the founder and CEO of the Unstoppable Woman, and today we are talking about raising your prices. We're going to be covering how to know if it's the right time for you to raise your prices, how much to raise them, why some people can raise them and some people can't, because sometimes people raise their prices and they can't hold their pricing, their new pricing. What type of price increase strategy is best for you? what those different strategies are, how to handle your existing clients when you raise your prices, what high ticket sales means and actually requires of you. That concept, high ticket sales, is thrown out there all the time, and I want to break that down for you. And what the risks are and potential downsides of using this strategy and what the rewards are as well. Now, as part of this podcast, I have put together a decision matrix download for you. This is a worksheet that will help you understand where you stand with all these issues and help you make a decision to go forward with raising your prices and how to go forward with raising your prices. So if you want that download, please go to the unstoppablewoman.com slash pricing matrix. So the unstoppablewoman.com slash pricing matrix. We're going to walk through it all on this podcast, but if you like something that you can really reference and go through step-by-step, you're going to want to grab that. So as backstory to this, I had a quantum leap, an income breakthrough, if you will, many years ago when I went from, well, I had several income breakthroughs. You know, I went from 30K to 90K in one year. That's a tripling of your income. That's pretty great. Then I went to from 90K to 138, which allowed, you know, that was another chunk that was like a 50% more chunk. And then that, that third year, I went from 138 to 700K in one year. That was a quantum leap or what I call an income breakthrough. And one of the strategies, I used a number of different strategies, but one of the strategies that I used was raising my prices. And so I'm very familiar with what this takes and I want to share with you the back side of it, like what you need to know behind the scenes, if you will, if you want to use this strategy for making an income breakthrough. First thing that you need to know is that it's only one of three strategies for making more money. There are only three ways to increase your income in business. And I don't care who you are or what kind of business you run Every strategy ultimately goes into one of these three categories. And those three categories are raising your prices, which is what we are covering today, selling more of what you already sell. So this is more widgets, more quantity, more of your services. This is simply selling more of what you're already doing. And the third strategy is adding a new channel of income. That could be a new service offering. That could be a new product offering. That could be something that is tangential to your current business model. That could be adding another business to your empire, if you will. I've worked with a lot of clients 
they're at that multiple six figure mark or they've crossed the seven figure mark and they're like, okay, this is rocking and rolling right now. Let's start a new business. And then they start another seven figure business because they can add that new channel and it lights them up. So these are three ways to make more money. Oh, by the way, if you're not at the seven figure level, that can happen within your current business structure. Okay. So don't feel like you need to write that off. And oftentimes when I look at someone's business model and I do a VIP day with them or some sort of deep dive that assesses how we're going to scale their business, there's some combination of all three methods. There's a reorientation of their offerings. There is how they reach more people and sell more of what they're already doing and how they raise their prices and and which places to raise their prices. So know that raising your prices is just one aspect of increasing your income and making an income breakthrough. Here's the thing. Raising your prices on paper seems easy, but there's so much at play to this. It seems like, okay, great. The math says I need to raise my prices to this. I'm going to go do that. Now, it can be that easy. That's how I work now. But that's because I've done so much work on the inner game. So much work on my self-image, my identity, my self-worth, how I value myself, my beliefs around money. I've done all that inner game work so that I can easily go, actually, this thing that I'm doing now, this is worth this and this is what we're charging. Period. Done. No, no wobble around it. But in the beginning, you know, flashback seven years ago, that was a challenging question for me. And I remember this in my previous business too. That was a challenging thing. Like, how do I raise my prices? How do I not alienate my existing clientele? How do I reach that prospective client at this next level? Am I capable? Can I do it? Is that too much? There was all sorts of story around it. I understand that this really triggers people. And part of the way I understand it is my past. I've lived it. I've walked it. I know what that's about. And I work with my clients on this because sometimes even if you are at a very high level in business or you have been in business for a long time, even if you haven't broken through to a high level of income, you still have stories around what's possible, not possible for you. And we're going to need to flush those out. And the stories look like, will my client pay for it? Is my service worth it? Can I justify it? Can I do it in my industry? Location for my kind of service. I hear all the time, that's not possible in my industry. That's not what people do in my industry. That's not for me because X, Y, and Z. And I just want you to make a note of where you're saying I can't. What comes after that? What's the alibi? What's the excuse? What's the story? And I'm labeling it as such to wake you up because there's always, always a way to do it. Now, we have to be discerning and come up with something that works for you. Absolutely. But you have to pay attention to where you're creating story because 99.9 times out of 100, that is completely surmountable, meaning like 
there's a way around it and don't get stuck there. So if you find yourself saying nobody charges that much in my industry or how can I charge more than my mentors or my woman or my customer won't pay that, make a note of what you are saying to yourself. What is happening inside your head? You are speaking to yourself in some fashion and you need to call that forward and become aware of the story. So write that down. So the story is a cause. I want to talk about the law of cause and effect. I teach according to law because that's what makes the universe go from confusing to ordered, clear, aligned. You understand how it works. The story is a cause that creates a chaotic effect. It creates low income. That's a cause. The effect is low income. If you want a different result, if you want high income, you need to put a different cause into effect, which means cleaning up your internal thinking around what's possible for you. You must move through your blocks and you cannot let them stop you. This is part of being an unstoppable woman. It doesn't mean you have to show up perfect like I need to already be perfect before I take action. No, I do not mean that. What I mean is now that you've heard me say this, you start becoming aware and you take action on that awareness extraordinarily quickly. You keep learning, you keep growing, you keep investing in yourself, you keep doing what is required to get to the next level. The first thing that I want to cover here specifically is how to know if it's the right time for you to raise your prices. So here are some questions for you to assess this. Do you want to make more money? Like period, full stop, okay? Like if you don't want to make more money, don't raise your prices. Not necessary. Why go through the effort? But if you want to make more money, you've got to consider this option. Are you not making as much money as you would like? That's a flip side to that question, okay? Same thing, slightly different angle to it. Are you resentful of your clients or the time that you're spending in your business? That level of resentment is a great indicator that you are not getting paid enough for what you're doing. Oftentimes I hear clients talk about the scope of work creeping with their clients, you know, if they're in the consulting business of some sort or a frustrating client interaction. And I ask them, if you were getting paid X instead of Y, let's say they were getting paid $5,000 and we say, if you were getting paid $50,000 or $15,000, would you be as resentful? And that just shifts things a little bit. So this is a, you know, if you were getting paid a heck of a lot more so that you didn't necessarily need as many clients, then would you be thrilled about this kind of work? Or do we need to change the kind of work that you're doing and change the scope of what you're doing? So those are the kinds of questions that I ask there. In addition, have you done the math on your service offerings and what 
you are charging right now and the number of people you would need to make your goal. If you don't know what I'm talking about, we have something called the scale plan. We did a whole podcast audio training on it. It comes with a detailed worksheet. It comes with a spreadsheet to do the math with and an audio training on how to evaluate that math. We will put the link in the show notes and you should definitely go check that out if you want. It's totally free. Please go find it. Also, I believe we have it on our free stuff page, which is the unstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. Okay. So you want to make sure that the math works out, that you have enough clients at the right price point to make your goal number. If you don't, is the strategy raising your prices or the strategy increasing your quantity, or are you going to add a new channel of income? If we eliminate the quantity and channel of income, because we're just looking at raising our pricing right now, if your math doesn't work out, play with the pricing and see what it needs to get to, to get to that next level. Okay. To reach your income breakthrough goal. Do your colleagues, your mentors, your coaches, your mastermind sisters, are they all telling you, you are cray cray, raise your pricing. Okay. If you're getting that from people you trust, pay attention. Another way to know if it's time for you to raise your pricing is if you're underpriced compared to the industry. This is usually not where people are at. Most people tend to underprice themselves compared to the industry. So that's because most people have money stories. And I know I did, and I really had to break through on that. So if you look around and you say that you're underpriced according to the industry, you need to sort of adjust. Now, here's the thing. Most people don't see that they're underpriced compared to the industry because they're not comparing themselves to people who are much further ahead of themselves. They're comparing themselves to what they would pay and what their colleagues that they know already charge. But there are lots of people out there that probably charge more that you don't know about and you need to go do some research and see what people charge. That's challenging sometimes. That pricing is not out there generally in the world, but you've got to know that there are agencies that charge different amounts. There are consultants that charge different amounts. There are so many different people in this industry and there's not a one size fits all uh, strategy here. There are people who are appealing to the luxury market and they're charging one price. There are other people who are charging a different price, appealing to a different level of market, all these things. What market do you want to appeal to and charge at? That's a question. A lot of people say, I want to make a lot of money, but I want to serve these people. And these people are people who can't afford to pay your higher prices. So you then have to do quantity, but your service model doesn't support that level of quantity. You're going to burn out. So you got to consider all of these things. The other way to know if it's time to raise your pricing is if adding a new channel of income. So that's another one of the ways that you can make your income breakthrough is going to be a distraction for you. And if you add more quantity or 
add a new channel if it's going to create burnout for you. So if that doesn't fit your business model or industry, if it's going to cause distraction or burnout, you are going to want to go with the pricing model instead. A couple more things here, then we're going to wrap on this topic, which is how to know if it's the right time to raise your pricing. It is if you feel scared to do it, but underneath there's a big excitement. Okay, you feel scared, but underneath there's a big excitement. That's a yes. It's not that we're supposed to move forward without fear. It's that that fear is just excitement with your breath being held, right? This is like where you need to have courage and go for it anyway. And the second thing on this is, are you willing to be persistent and move through your blocks and change how you're showing up in this world? Because if you are, then count yourself as an unstoppable woman for sure and know that you will be able to work this strategy. Next up, let's talk about how much to raise your prices. There are three ways to approach this. You can do the gut check, which I also call the divine download. How much do I want to raise my prices to? And ask yourself that. How much do you want to raise your prices to? And what's the first number that dropped in? You got a number. It flashed through your mind. It was an instant this amount before you overthought it, before you analyzed it, before you said, is that reasonable? Is that possible? There was a number. You can go with that number. That is spirit speaking to you. That is a divine download. That's your intuition. That's your personal intuitive knowing. You have to start learning to trust that and go with it. Now there's a caveat here. If you're going to use this, you have to believe that this is your number. You have to believe like, this is what I'm doing. Okay, done, clear. This is my number. If you don't believe it, if you're going to wobble on this, then we need to use one of the other approaches. But I use this approach all the time. And I actually call my clients out on this. I just did this in a spirit of wealth case study. We do this thing called the business incubator. And I do a case study with some of my clients that everyone listens into. And I was doing this with one of my clients and we were talking about how much she was going to raise her pricing to. And she kept giving me these prices that I was like, I'm not feeling that. I don't want to dismiss her, but I'm not energetically feeling that. And I asked her to check in. She got a different number and it was the exact same number that I had. And that happened three times in different areas that we were looking at her business model. So there's a truth out there that if you're plugged into, you can really recognize and tap into. And it's one of the things that I've honed, if you will, and I help my clients with. And that was an example of me helping a client practice this, okay, and practice trusting herself on this. And we made adjustments to her plan based on the truth that was dropping in. The second piece here, the second way to approach how much to raise your prices is to do the math and adjust for belief. Okay, so what do I mean by that? In the scale plan, we have a spreadsheet that allows you to figure out how much you need to do to raise your prices and quantity-wise to meet your goal number. And you will do the math and you'll realize, okay, it needs to be X if I'm going to do this and not burn out because there's only so many hours in the 
day in the week and I need some for my family, some for myself, some for sleeping, some for running my business, some for doing the marketing, right? All these other things that happen, not just the client delivery work. And in order to reach my goal number, I have to raise it to X, okay? Now you look at that number and you're like, I can't hold that, that's cray cray. Then you have to adjust it for belief and ramp up to that number. Okay, that will mean that you'll start off slower in the beginning and you'll ramp up and you'll get to your goal number at some point if you consistently ramp up and do the work on the sales side and you do your lead gen, which is so essential. It's something we're going to be covering a lot at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. So if you've heard me mention the summit and you want to come to it, you're going to want to go to joinamiralive.com. So that's join Amira, A-M-I-R-A, live.com. We have virtual tickets on sale. We're diving in deep to the legion side of things in addition to mindset, universal law, all of that. But marketing is so critical for actually being able to raise your income and have a breakthrough. If you do the math, you have to adjust for belief and make it work and it needs to scale accordingly and you need to have all the other things in place in your business as well. Raising your prices is not a unilateral strategy. There's more to it that goes around it. And then the third option here is to raise your prices incrementally according to plan. So this is about figuring out in what time frame, like if you decide you're going to raise your prices, you're going to raise them to X for the next three months or you're going to raise them to X for the next number of sales, but you have some metric. And I encourage people to do a combination of both, so time and number of sales. So I'm going to raise my prices to X for the next uh, two months or X number of sales, which e- whichever comes first, and then I'm raising them by X amount each two months or X number of sales. Like you come up with a metric. That way you're committed, you know where you're going, you have a goal and you uh, you have already decided what your plan is so you don't freak out or get distracted or have to make this decision a, a thousand and one times. You just have a plan. That makes it so much easier to execute. You don't get lost in the weeds trying to think everything through again and again and again. Okay, so let's say that you already know that raising your pricing is what you're going to do. How do you determine which of these three pricing strategies is right for you? So let me give you some questions to answer for you to think about to validate. How much risk tolerance do you have over time? Because this strategy requires persistence You will be uncomfortable raising your pricing. I've never met anyone when they've started this. Now I'm not uncomfortable with it. But I remember in the beginning how uncomfortable it was. And I see it in my clients. It's an emotional discomfort and all your stories come up. Can you stay in that discomfort? Because guess what? There is always going to be tension in the growth. There's always going to be discomfort there. You are not used to doing it this way and there's a recalibration time. And in the beginning, this looks like 
all the stories coming up. It looks like anxiety. It looks like the doubt. It looks like the worry. Okay. Are you willing to be persistent through that time period? I will also say, are you willing to get help moving through that? This is one of the key factors in success that you have to be coachable. You have to be willing to get help. You have to have a support structure. And that looks different for you when you're just starting out versus midway through versus already someone who has a multiple seven-figure business, right? Like it looks different at different times. Right now, I'm at a level where I'm pretty freaking self-sufficient. And the way I get help, because I do, you know, I have a mastermind and I'm in this mastermind with people who are making 10 million, 20 million, 40 million, 50 million, you know, 100 million a year, okay? And I, I'm going to turn to them, but not from a place of fear, but from a place of, you know, a litmus test, an industry standard, all of that stuff, okay? The idea that you're coachable in life is huge. It's a huge success factor. Looks different depending on where you're at. And when I talk to my colleagues and mentors now, it's of a, we are equals conversation, but I am deferring and listening to their input and advice in particular areas. That's different than when I was first growing my business and I made a commitment to just do everything my coach said. I mean, it wasn't that I turned off my critical thinking, but it was that I just knew that the way I was doing things wasn't getting results and I had to do it differently. So I had to just follow what my coach said. That was a huge win for me. And I would advise you to do that, whether you're coaching with me or with someone else. So how much risk tolerance do you have over time, right? If Can you sustain like the, I'm going at this level, I'm raising my prices and I might not get the sale immediately. Now, some people get the sale immediately, which is phenomenal. I love that because it's quick momentum. Okay. But if you don't, how much can you tolerate? How much can you believe? Can you hold this new price point, this higher price point for yourself? Can you believe that you can charge that much money? You have to believe it. If you can't believe it, then it's not the right strategy for you. Okay. Or you have to lower the amount that you are raising your pricing to. How comfortable and knowledgeable are you about sales? Okay, sales is what moves money. So money comes from source, spirit, infinite supply, all the energy that is, and it comes through people through sales. It doesn't come through giraffes. doesn't come through your refrigerator. It comes through people through sales. So you got to get good with people. And you got to really master sales. And this is one of those things where very smart, on it women will make up a ton of excuses about why they don't want to do sales and can't do sales or don't want to study sales or want to run screaming from the room from sales. Don't be one of those women. I'm going to just say that straight up. Don't be one of those women. If, if you want your income breakthrough, you have to master sales. Okay, you cannot abdicate responsibility around this. And it's one of those things that we teach a ton 
about. If you're interested in getting help on that, please book a consult with us on our podcast page on our website. There's a consult button. It's just so critical, you guys. You got to learn sales. Okay. The next thing to know about, like to really check in about in terms of whether this this is the right type of price increase strategy for you is where's your self-worth at? Okay, how are you valuing yourself? Do you see yourself as worthy of that additional price level, right? That additional income. A lot of women will say, oh yeah, I'm totally worth that. And intellectually, consciously, they see themselves as worth that. But subconsciously, their self-image is saying, nope, you are not worthy of that. Who are you to do that? And this is where changing your self-image really comes into play. Again, this is something we're covering at the summit. So if you're interested in that, um, please you know, join us there. That's joinamiralive.com. Uh, what can you see and believe is possible for you? That is part of self-worth. That's part of, can you believe it? All that. But like, can you see this? Can you see yourself actually doing it? Can you see yourself being a woman who actually charges X and who would you need to be to be that woman? The next question here is, are you able to make a decision and live up to that decision? This is super, super critical because decisions are no going back kinds of things. There's always course correction. And I know this is kind of confusing. You do need to be able to course correct once you get data and feedback. But oftentimes people flip-flop and go this way and go that way and maybe I'll do this and maybe I'll do that. You need to be someone who makes a decision and then can live up to that decision. This means that you raise your game. Your services are much better than they were yesterday when you were charging X. Now you're charging Y and you're raising your game. This does not mean that you have to put in more time. This means that you have to be more effective at what you do. And there's always a way to do that. You have to better your best and you have to do it quickly. This is about improving what you're already doing. Okay. The law of compensation says you will be compensated according to the need for what you do, the ability to do it, and the difficulty in replacing you. This is the ability to do it that I'm talking about here. You have to get better at your ability to do it. And then you're like, damn straight, I'm worth it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Next point here. You have to be not afraid of speed, okay? I just was on a office hours call yesterday with the Spirit of Wealth Mastermind. One of my clients just raised her prices significantly and her retreat is selling like hotcakes. And we had a whole conversation about how freaked out she was because it's happening so quickly. Now she wants it to happen quickly. That's why she joined the mastermind. And that's why, you know, I teach people how to program themselves for speed, but it does take a little recalibration. Okay. So you have to not be afraid of speed and you have to have the support network to manage when it all starts coming in faster than you ever thought possible because it happens and it can happen for you, but you have to not be afraid of massive success quickly. And then you actually have to understand what the true problem is that you solve. So back to the law of compensation, that first part, the need for what you do. 
if you understand the layers upon layers upon layers of value that you provide because you're solving not just the surface level problem, but the problem that, that gets resolved when you solve that surface level problem. So for example, surface level problem might be your health. You might feel sluggish because you're carrying an extra 20 pounds and you work with someone who helps you let go of that weight and suddenly you feel so much more energized and then you're doing more things with your kids. So you're feeling like you're having a better relationship with your kids. You feel successful. You feel like you can be more visible in your business and do Facebook lives and not hold back. And then you make more money and then you start feeling even better and you start having a great relationship with your partner and better sex and all of those things are deeper problems that get resolved if you solve this top surface level problem. Do you know the value of what you do? You have to own that. Let's talk about why some people can raise their prices successfully and some people can't. What's at play here? Well, we've touched on a few aspects of this already, right? There's the discomfort and the tension. Are you able to be um, persistent? Can you emotionally hold that tension? Are you willing to and know how to get leverage over yourself, over your subconscious programming? That's a big, big, big one. You, you have to know how to do this. You also have to want it badly enough. Like you have to be someone who wants what you want more than your fears of not being successful. Like your fears of trying and failing. It's only failure if you quit. Okay. You have to recognize that. And you have to want it badly enough. You have to be willing to go through that discomfort and you have to be willing to learn how to get leverage over yourself that subconscious programming. You have to believe it's possible. Belief is huge. You have to believe you're worth it. Self-worth is huge. It's a big one that I work with on my clients. You have to have the support and the accountability because otherwise your subconscious is going to bring you back to the level you've always been playing at. Okay. It will fool you into thinking you're making great progress, but in fact, you are playing at the same level. You're at a set point. So you need that support and accountability to, to break through. So do you have that? And then lastly, this is about self-awareness. People who are able to raise their prices successfully are willing to accept the truth about themselves. Because how much truth you're willing to accept about yourself correlates to the amount of growth you are able to achieve. If you are unwilling to look at yourself, if you're uncomfortable about that, if you are just making excuses, if you're saying, you know, I'm doing well, it's good, I'm working over here on this, this is fine, and you're distracting yourself, you're deflecting from the, the topic at hand, you're unwilling to look at where you need to grow, then you will not be able to use this strategy effectively. And this is a self-image issue. This is a total self-image issue. And you have to solve that so that you know every time you want to raise your prices exactly how to do that. Otherwise, you're going to be trapped. There's no two ways about that. You will be trapped in 
wanting something to be different, but not knowing how to execute on it. And that is such a painful, frustrating place. And I do not want that for you. So you have to learn how to change your self-image and your subconscious programming. Next up, let's look at how do you handle your existing clients and their renewals when you raise your prices. I'm making an assumption here that you're already going forward with the pricing strategy. This brings up several subsidiary questions. What if your prices are published on your website? That makes it much more challenging. My first suggestion for you for about 95% of services out there is to take your pricing off your website. This doesn't mean that you then change what you charge willy-nilly behind the scenes. Like one person you're charging this to, the other person you're charging this to. No, that doesn't work and it's unethical. So don't do that, okay? But if you don't have your pricing on your website, then people who saw your website three months ago and you come back now and you've raised your prices, they won't have a preconceived notion of what they were expecting to pay. And that's a whole like confusing adjustment that has to be made. Additionally, if you are charging, and we're going to talk about what high ticket sales are later in this podcast, if you're charging high ticket and people see that and they make a price decision based on just something on a website, then you don't have an opportunity to have a conversation with them. And in that conversation, you learn what's really important to them and help them see the huge value of what you do. You've you've just missed an opportunity because people are trained to make price decisions rather than value-based decisions. That is one of the things that has helped me hugely be successful in my business is to make value-based decisions, not just sheer price decision. Value-based decisions are what, what is the return on investment here? What problem is this really solving? Do I really want to solve this problem right now? And when I do, that's when I'll hire an expert. And that's true for your clients as well, though they may not know that right now or be schooled in making value-based decisions. So that's why it's important to have a conversation with them. If you're making a small increase, then this is just about letting your clients know. But if you're making a large increase, say you're increasing it by several thousand dollars or you're doubling or you're tripling your pricing. If you're going from say 10K to 45K, that's a huge price increase. How do you handle something like that with your existing clients? Here's my strategy on that. And it's nuanced. So listen to the whole thing before you run with it, obviously. You want to let them know of the increase but you want to let them know that they are grandfathered in as an existing client and really build that value for them. They are being loyal and that all of that is part of this and that you're only increasing their rates as a loyal existing client to X, right? Something just incrementally more, not the total increase. You're going to keep that new price point for them for the next year or whatever time period, okay, the next three months or the next X number of times they re-up their contract. And then you're going to say after that point, it will go up to X, okay? So another chunk or up to your current price point. 
that you're charging everyone else. You're going to want to make sure that there is this renewal time period that the deal isn't forever. So what do I mean by that? I mean that if they re up right now, like let's say they are two months into a six month contract when you are increasing your pricing and you go to them and you say, Hey, amazing customer. I'm increasing my pricing from a to B and you're grandfathered in. And I want to give you this new pricing. If you want this new pricing, then you need to sign up for an extended six month or year long contract and you can get it. Okay. And you need to do that by this time frame in the next two weeks, in the next month, something like that. Okay. So let them know and keep that time frame very clear and follow up with them on that. You want them to know that the deal isn't forever. Okay. That they need to make some decision immediately with some time parameters around it. If they want to take advantage of being grandfathered in. The other thing that I I suggest is that someone is only grandfathered in as long as they maintain current client status and their paying, uh, their payments are, are in, in good standing. Okay. They lose the grandfathering if they don't keep their payments in good status. That's generally not a challenge with me, but I've seen that with clients. So I've coached them around this or, you know, you don't want people stopping and and then thinking that they can start again in six months or three months and still get the deal. They don't get that. Okay. It needs to be continuous. And again, if it's a small price increase, you just want to let them know, come this date, the investment is going up. And I just wanted to give you a heads up on that and a little warning. Please let me know if you have any questions. Thank you so much for being an amazing client. And you can add things to that. Sometimes you have to frame it a little bit more, but basically that's what it looks like. And you're going to want to spend some time crafting that email. Do it with respect. Do it with generosity. Have clear communication. Let's talk about clear communication. If you don't have good communication, that's an indication of low self-worth. It's a real big challenge. You don't feel worthy of articulating the truth of what you believe because you think the world's going to treat you poorly if you own your truth because you're not worth owning your truth. So you have to clean that up. There's more to it than that. I just wanted to make note of that right now. So next up, let's talk about what are high ticket sales and what does it require of you? So this all depends on your industry, where you're at. Some people think high ticket sales is $2,500 or $3,500. Uh, some people think high ticket sales is $5,000 or $10,000. Some people think high ticket sales are $20,000. million dollar sales. There are people who have offers at that high, high, high level. I want to expand your vision of what's possible there. So a low ticket offer would be like something that's $47 or $297 or even $997. These are low ticket offers. And then high ticket offer is all relative. It's a matter of perspective. And again, this is about owning your worth, being able to make an income breakthrough, 
Your subconscious programming will want to stop you, but you have to do it differently. Okay. This is what I'm talking about here is like, how do you claim high ticket? Okay. You have to own what you're worth. You have to be, have the willingness to go for more. You have to have the ability to make your income breakthrough and your subconscious programming will want to stop you. So you need to get support and accountability and know how to change that programming. So you can, you need a plan, you need perseverance, you need belief, you need self-confidence, and then you need to master sales and marketing without a doubt. Tactical, tactical, tactical. I talk a lot about the inner game, but the outer game cannot be ignored. You have to master sales, you have to master marketing, lead gen, all of that. Okay. So what are the rewards and what are the risks? Let's actually start with the risks first. The risk is you try to do it and you fail and it crushes you and it affirms the old self image. It just reinforces that and it feels sucky, right? It, that does not feel good. It makes you feel like a victim. It might cause you to quit the business. Like I can't make it. You don't actually make the money. So that's a big risk. Your sales slow down. You stay in the belief that the universe is a hard place and that you have to struggle. None of that is really enticing, is it, right? So now we have to flip this and get leverage over ourselves. You have to be aware of these risks. Like I'm not saying ignore them. Know that this is a possibility and then decide consciously, I'm going for it. Or decide consciously, nope, this strategy is not for me. But if you consciously decide you're going for it, the rewards are pretty freaking amazing, okay? If you break through, this is where the breakthrough happens. If you break through, the rewards are freaking outstanding. And like, this is what I love. I love the income breakthrough for my clients because why? It's more money, right? Obviously. It calls you to be working at a higher level. And that feels so much better. You always want to be in growth. You feel worthy. You did something challenging and you persevered and you got to that next level. That feels awesome. Okay. You raised your game and you're working with a different caliber of clients who are willing to do higher level work. Most people who are price sensitive and quibble about paying for the value that they are receiving are not clients that are easy to work with. They take a lot of time and they complain a lot. Not everyone, but generally. So making an income breakthrough is super, super exciting for all these reasons. And when you do it, you become the person who understands how to create money, how to move money. Then you have a different level of freedom in your life. Not only financial freedom, yes, that's fantastic, feels great, love that, love that, love that. You don't have to worry about like, do I spend money on this or that? It feels amazing, right? But it's also this emotional freedom that you get because you've broken through so many of the inner blocks. And this is where the lit up, delighted, amazing, freaking on steroids life is. This is what, if I could like, show you the end game. And of course, there's always more growth, but like, that's what it's really about. It feels freaking amazing. So if you are excited about this, okay, if this 
like rocked your world and you loved it. Two things, please. Well, maybe three things. Share this podcast with your community, your friends. Give us a five-star review. We are so grateful for those reviews. And if you want to write a review on iTunes, that would be amazing as well. So we really are incredibly grateful for that. And then for those of you who really want to step into more, right? You want your income breakthrough and you want to be that unstoppable woman, right? You, you were tired of playing small, playing at the same level and you want to break through, come to the summit. It's easy peasy, lemon breezy. Okay. You have to dedicate three days. We're doing it virtually. It's November 5th, 6th and 7th, you know, get a babysitter, move your client calls, rearrange when you're going on vacation, like book yourself into a fabulous Airbnb. We have an amazing community of women and we are going to be covering this kind of scaling strategies, marketing, how to work with team, all the mindset stuff, the the universal laws in so much more detail, how to really master money instead of being a slave to it and being mastered by it. So check it out at joinamiralive.com and it's November 5th, 6th, and 7th. Don't miss this opportunity, okay? Be a quick decider, uh, join our community and tribe, and go register right now. Okay, that's my call to action to you guys. Thanks so much for listening. We love having you uh, as part of our community, and rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the next episode.